Why? Theme. Why would you only pick three pairs? What if something happens to those three uh, pairs? What if you shit yourself? <laughs> like now you're down a pair automatically and we haven't even gotten there yet. You see that TikTok of the girls like interviewing their friends on a trip and being like, how many pairs of underwear did you bring? And it's always like, for like a seven day trip, it's like 25 pairs. You never know what's going to happen. Sometimes you randomly get swamp ass, okay? It's hot. There are two types of people there in the world. There are people who will switch to the other side of their underwear. Are you eating that plastic bag? Chris, and I saw your cat. It's wild out here. It's wild. Jinx. No. Do you know? Hold on. It's Hold like on. Puma. But what I was going to say is there's two types of people. The people who like to switch to the back of their underwear and say yep. that it's perfectly fine. And the people who pack 30 pairs of underwear for two days. That's I'm all. 30 pairs of underwear for two days. Same. Same. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Blair. And I'm Kirsten, and we are Mediocre Content. And I'm still waking up, so I'm so sorry. She took a nap, and I thought she died. (laughs) It's the unexpected Sunday nap (laughs) where you just lay there, and then suddenly you wake up. I'm glad your phone phone was on silent, though, because I would have felt really bad if I was, like, calling you and, like, you got woken up and I I just I would have felt real bad because you, you deserve to nap but I just feel you know I didn't want to well I say that I, I just didn't expect to nap and honestly I wish I'd kind of had my phone on because then I would have received your call and been like <laughs> but you know that like feeling especially in the morning but you have that feeling that like you've been asleep for too long and like mm-hmm. you subconsciously tell yourself hey you should maybe wake up now but your your conscious self is like no 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 you're good no, and then you wake up fine. like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, no, that's me <laughs> good sound effect totally yeah. yeah very nice you know what I'm talking about too <laughs> oh I totally do and it's like heartbeat heartbeat yeah. <laughs> and then I looked at my phone and I was like there's nothing on my phone and I tapped my phone and I was like crap it was on silent <laughs> it's Blair it's Blair <laughs> and she called me. That's a I good love, friend right there. I, you know what? I just need to make sure you're okay. <laughs> and also, if you've never experienced Nick waking up from a nap, then I don't know who you are. I'm sorry. I, I'm uh, here, but like mentally, I'm still in the fog, man. Uh, it's okay. It's We're going to make right. it through it, though. This one's a yeah, good Yeah, one. <laughs> no, this is going to be good. I'm very excited <sighs> for what we're talking about. Um, Let's see. Then there's, gonna... isn't there something that we're going to say? I know. And I can't remember. I like can't remember because I remember thinking a few minutes ago, like this would be so good to talk to you about on the pod. And I can't remember what it is at all. And then when we get off the pod, I'm going to remember what it is. And then I'm going to write it down and be like, I'm going to talk about this on the next pod. And actually, let me just look and see what I have in my notes app of things that I want to talk to you about on the pod. (laughs) Are you making notes? (laughs) I do. I like actively, no, I actively make notes. I love it. About what I want to talk to you because my brain is a pile of mush and I can't remember anything at all ever. That's literally fair. My, my, um, short-term memory is absolute butts, but I can remember what you said three years ago in the hallway, you know, (laughs) 
I okay. So this is this oh, is no. this is not what I want to talk to you about. But oh. It's worth it's worth talking about. Okay. Okay. So um do you you know who BTS is, right? The the mm-hmm. the Korean yeah. pop mega band. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so Caroline, shout out Caroline, <laughs> um, sent me a TikTok uh of this guy who is staying in a hotel room that is near the BTS concert. And oh. so and the the thing and <clears throat> The thing is, is the BTS concert hasn't happened for a year, but he's staying in the same hotel room or like a similar hotel. And he's like, every time I come here, I just get so sad. I hate being a military wife. Oh, (laughs) man. Because they're all in in the military. Almost all of them, I think, are in military service. And I'm just like. This is relatable, but also hilarious. It is. We are actually <laughs> like, both Army. military wives, like in real life, but also BTS military wives. We feel yeah. you. We understand. <laughs> We're with you. We we get it. The army is strong. The army is strong. <laughs> oh my god! I've just honestly, I feel like I've just scratched the surface of the K-pop world. I haven't even dove Girl. into BTS, but Stray Kids. Yeah. I am a. I'm, I know. I'm a stay or stray. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. I'm whichever one they want me to be because, oh my gosh, it's great. Yeah. It, I, yeah. I mean, the only reason, honestly, the only reason I got into K-pop was because of Caroline. Um, Cause yeah. she was like, do you want to go to concert? And I'm like, sure. And she's like, it's in New York. And I'm like, great. Sounds good. <laughs> and so that was, and then it was, was all it. over from there. Yeah. Like I, you know, and I, I do my best to like keep up with what's going on. Am I a super fan? No, but I like I like the music. It's good. And you need to meet my nail tech because this is the the you want to talk about like over fan. She watches their lives. She has every disc right. album. She no, collects yeah. all the cards. Her like and, her and Caroline need to talk. Absolutely. Same thing. Like yeah, we're literally. Th- this is a good story. We're literally. <laughs> So we're at uh, SoFi Stadium for one mm-hmm. of their. We've been to several concerts at SoFi Stadium mm-hmm. um, for BTS, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we're. It's for those who don't know, <laughs> uh, SoFi is like a really large sports arena in mm-hmm. LA, mm-hmm. and it also conveniently has like it's like kind of out on its own. There's like no. LA, it's it's like kind of out in the suburbs of LA. Sort oh, of. okay. Like it's okay. not yeah. like in the middle of the city, right? Okay. Yeah, like a lot of them are actually. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So this is more of kind of in a different location than like a typical like a New York arena would be in or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, so the concert's over and mm-hmm. like massive like fifty to seventy thousand people are like leaving the same place all at one time. Yeah. We have traveled to the city and don't have a car like, <laughs> because we have flown in to see them. Yeah. And so, of course, getting an Uber is like impossible. So I'm over here on the sidewalk. Like we're walking away from the arena. So maybe we can pick up like an Uber mm-hmm. a little farther away. And I'm like trying. I'm like on Lyft, the Lyft app, the Uber app, like trying to get like some kind of transportation so we don't have to walk all the way back to the hotel. Plus, it's a little bit dangerous to like yeah. do that on the area we're in yeah and caroline's over here like oh they went live let me like watch it while we're walking and, so and you're like, like 
watching all the boys just like on live doing the thing. And I'm like trying to be mom over here, like getting us around home. And she's like, can we just sit here for a second? And we're like sitting on the concrete, oh like on God. the side of the street, like looking at the, and I'm just like, Caroline, Caroline, so much, but now is not the time. This is not the time. Not the time. But Heaven anyway. forbid you get like mugged on the street. She's like, no, right. no, no, no. Wait, I gotta watch the live. <laughs> right. No, that's that is that if you ever wanted to know the intensity of a K-pop fan, that is a that's great it. example. That's, that's like it. literally what it is. Which is interesting because it's not like there haven't been popular music bands or like popular artists before, but right. for some reason, BTS has just taken the world by storm. And I feel like it's even bigger than when like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and One Direction, like they have set the bar. I would point. argue it's definitely more global. For yeah. Sure absolutely more global so which is again weird because technically one direction came from over the ocean as well that's true but that's true bts is just i don't know it's, it's something. something about them well and i will say be as someone who has been to their concerts the mm -hmm. the uh entertainment quality is there like there's no nice. they deserve everything that they get because Aww. like they have like literally like the choreography is on point. Oh yeah. The vocals are on point. Mm -hmm. The production of the general show is on point. Like they're mm -hmm. out here like doing the most, That's you know, great. they're setting, setting the bar for sure. Hey, so. honestly, it's so hard to dance and sing mm -hmm. uh, at the same time. Like if for anybody who's done musicals or even like um, choir sometimes has to move and dance, even the small movements or marching band that mm -hmm. is playing an instrument and moving like, it is no joke. You have the to have cardiovascular. So yeah. 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 Very impressive. So anyway. Well, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Caroline. <laughs> I'm going to have a talk with her. <laughs> oh, no. It's fine. <laughs> We silly, did. Silly. We did eventually make it home. We actually ended up obviously splitting, like, <laughs> splitting an Uber with another girl, and it, it like all worked out. It was fine. <laughs> Haven't they stopped that now? Splitting an Uber? Yeah. I have no idea. I haven't been in an Uber in a long time. What well, I I don't use Uber at all because I'm afraid of anyway, it doesn't matter. So uh, but I heard that some, it was either Uber or one of the other larger chains that were like stop it was like a while, like a long time ago that claimed that they were gonna stop split rides or something oh. like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they know. actually did it. I don't know. I usually it's kind of like if I if that needs to happen, I'll just be like, I'll pay for it and then just Venmo yeah. me or something Exit like right. that. You know, I don't you can the last time I checked, you can still split the fare like on the ride on if you want mm. to. But the mm -hmm. other person has to like accept and it's like kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, that is weird. Nah. I don't anyway. take Ubers. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so let's get this thing on uh rolling here. Yeah. I am going to go ahead and do our disclaimer. Ooh. As you guys know, we like to research things and then talk about them. Uh, so obviously we may or may not be right about some stuff. We may not be fully educated on some stuff. And so we would love it if you guys could educate us every once in a while, you know, mm -hmm. be involved fans. That's all. Be involved <laughs> fans. Provide for our future. Right. Um, <laughs> So yeah, but if like obviously we don't know a lot of stuff. Um, we would love it. We we love if you guys are learning stuff from us. We would love to learn things from you. Um, 
And, you know, we encourage you to do your own research if you feel so inclined to do so. Um, but yeah, we're not experts on anything, as you guys know. So I'm going to take us into the good news now. I'm so excited. I have such good things to talk about. I'm so excited about this. Like I immediately saw this story and I was mm-hmm. like, I was here for it. I was it's, ready. It's, um, it tastes a little sciencey, Blair. It is, but it was so cool that yeah. I really like really wanted to talk about it so it's a good one yeah yes so if you this story is about four ocean which is you may Mm -hmm. or may not have heard of it um but it is basically a bracelet company (laughs) it's so nice i love them that uses all of their profits to clean and get trash out of the ocean Mm -hmm. which is a super amazing concept on its own. The article was done because they just recently hit 30 million pounds of plastic waste that has been recovered from the oceans, rivers, and coastlines of the world. Um, And they began their journey um, of cleaning the ocean in 2017. It has Mm -hmm. exploded since then. Mm -hmm. Um, Operating in 12 locations across two continents, 4Ocean has been dedicated to ending the ocean plastic, plastic crisis. Uh, Four Ocean is incredibly proud to have accomplished this record-setting feat," said Alex Schultz, uh, Four Ocean CEO and co-founder. It's so um, cool. It's so cool. So basically, they sell bracelets made from plastic waste that's collected in the ocean, and it employs 185 crew members in the USA, Indonesia, and Guatemala who are local to the area. Um. All of our captains and crews live in the communities we serve and are hired as full-time employees. All of our bracelets are handcrafted by artisans living in either Guatemala or Bali. Every bracelet purchase funds our cleanups and creates jobs that provide a steady income um, for people in these communities right now. That's so so cool. Yeah. And um, we've built an entire business for the sole purpose of cleaning the ocean with hundreds of local captains and crew members recovering trash from our oceans and coastlines seven days a week and the support of millions of people doing their part to prevent plastic pollution. Um, I'm sure our work will have a last on the ocean, says the CEO and founder. So very cool. I love that they are (laughs) being ethical about where they're getting the bracelets made. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, and they're cleaning up not only our communities, but other people's communities too. And that's important. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the oceans are global, so. Exactly. And they all yeah. have trash, which is right. awful, but. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So they have on their website, a trash tracker, which I put in the links. So we'll include it in the description of the podcast. Nice. Um, and basically it's a proprietary database used to document the con- company's recovered materials through their entire supply chain. And it was independently audited and verified by the Green Circle Certified and Internationally Recognized Third-Party Entity that tests sustainability claims. So awesome. they know, they've they been audited yeah. and they know that they've recovered about 30 million pounds of trash. Just insane. It's amazing. And so, yeah, it's it's just so cool. And the cleanup operations are funded primarily through their product sales. However, mm-hmm. they launched a corporate partnership program that works with companies to offset their plastic usage and aid in waterway cleanups nice. around the globe. So some of those countries are the hair care brand, John Frieda. Um, there is, I saw on their website, 
Corona is involved. Mm-hmm. Um, Mountain or Mount Mount Gay Rum is on there. Um, and then the clothing brand U.S. Polo Association. So awesome. do you know that they also have a bracelet of the month? So you can like mm-hmm. Blair said, you can purchase their bracelet, but they also do like a special limited one for each month as well. So like, yes. Just because you buy a single bracelet, they're like, oh, well, it's kind of like a collect them all situation where you can buy the monthly one as well and continue to sport instead of like a a monthly donation or just like a monthly subscription donation kind of situation. Exactly. Yeah. And they have stickers and T-shirts yeah. and like a bunch of other stuff, too, if bracelets are not your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have uh, collaborations with like kind of upper scale brands so you can if if you want to buy something a little bit nicer, you can, or have a, a gift for someone that you love. Um, I want the Corona one. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I want the Corona bracelet, <laughs> full disclosure. Okay. For, for your birthday. For, yay. We'll do it. Um, yes. But yeah, so overall this, this is like a huge deal and it's super fun. I think. Yes. Um, and it's a good cause. Obviously, we don't need plastic in our oceans. That's not a thing yeah. we should have. There's the swirling vortex of trash in somewhere <laughs> in the Pacific yeah. Ocean, and it's disgusting. So, yep. <laughs> anyway, Isn't that great? <laughs> it's super great. I love it here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, um, that's awesome. Yeah, and the also the Corona Partnership um moves collection efforts upstream to a highly polluted river in Central America which is the Mo- Motagua River nice okay. and that accounts for roughly 2% of plastic waste in the ocean like total wow so if they can clean up that river they'll be good yeah wow that's I mean, amazing it, that's like two whole percent which is that great too- <laughs> no way that's, yeah two whole percent that's like a huge chunk well not a huge chunk but it's like a lot it's in the good grand scheme of things it's a good chunk that's what it is yeah oh now i don't like the word chunk okay well <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so basically four ocean is out here trying to change the world and all and you have to do is buy it. a bracelet and like we're not sponsored by them or we don't have any affiliation with them at all but i just no. feel like it's such an easy decision you it know? is like, an easy decision a lot of times when you de- when you donate money to places and do things yeah you don't necessarily get anything in return not that you should but, but like it's yeah. a bonus if you get like a bracelet or something but this is a very sustainable and like seems like a very smart business model and they have all of the right ideas i think yeah they do. And they're making the right progress is the yeah. other piece because it's not like uh, they're setting this up and then nothing is happening either. Right. They've set this up and they've made like they've made what was it? 30 million pounds of progress since 2017. Like that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. So, yeah. That's and they're awesome. employing people who need yeah. employment and they're, you know, they're just helping out a bunch of different people. And, and- Helping out sustainability programs in other countries, which mm-hmm. is also really important. Totally. If you have the money and you have the like the equipment, so important. Agreed. Oh, I freaking love it. I know. It just <laughs> gives me the warm fuzzies, you know what I mean? Science. <laughs> All right. So the next piece of good news is a little bit 
shorter. Um, and the article is linked is going to be linked, obviously, like they always are. Um, so I'm just going to give you guys the highlights. But basically, Ooh. this article that I found was about all the underrated national parks. Oh, because in the summertime, everyone mm. likes to get out and go to your national parks. And we all have heard of Yellowstone and Yosemite and, you know, the Joshua Tree, all of yeah. those like really big ones. Um, but there are lots of national parks, like some that people don't necessarily think of right off the top of your head. And there's, and frankly, the big ones that we all think of are very crowded. Sometimes yes. you have to, you have to like <clears throat> plan months in advance and mm -hmm. do like some sort of raffling yeah. system where you may not even be able to go a certain day because it's so crowded. They have to be able to control the crowds, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I have some suggestions. So happy. Um, okay. Okay. So here we are. There are, <laughs> let's see, there are 63 national parks in the country and some barely receive 50,000 visitors a year. Wow. And granted some, a couple of these on this list are a little bit hard to get to, <laughs> but dang, if you can make the journey, <laughs> it'll be worth it. Okay. I can go the distance. Right. So <laughs> if you're interested in hiking, you love to hike and you like somewhat moderate summer temperatures. <laughs> the North C Cascades National Park in Washington is for oh, you. You know what? I have heard that's lovely. And there are, so, and like I said, this is where the article comes in there. There's like a whole blurb right. of like why this is the greatest park ever and why you should go visit it. I'm going to let you guys read that because we don't have time <laughs> in the good news for that right now. Fair. Um. Okay. So, and if you want to go stargazing, which I Ooh, think is fun, yes. you can go to Great Basin National Park in Nevada. Ooh, that you know what? That makes sense that that's in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so much space, and I yeah, I doubt there's as much light pollution either, which is helpful. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, if you're interested in the beach, which I know a lot of people are in the summertime, you can go to Dry Tortugas in Florida. And Where? It's, it's um. Let me see. I'll pull it up. Sorry, I know you said this was supposed to be like short, but now I'm curious. <laughs> Where in Florida? Yes, ma'am. Hold on. <laughs> Hold Hell. your horses. <laughs> I'm already halfway there. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, dry right. tortugas. You know, tortugas, a Pokemon. <laughs> Did you know tortugas is also for, um, a word for turtle? Yes, that's, that's exactly what the Pokemon is. <laughs> All right, let me see. Let me highlight this and then copy and paste. Hold on. Please hold. Are you going to make me read it? <laughs> no. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm struggling. Hold on. That's okay. Me too. I'm still napping. <laughs> uh, here we go. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, there we go. Okay. Loading. Are you giving me a Loading. map? No, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna read it to you. Hold oh, on. Like you're just gonna tell me where it is. No, I know <laughs> it's in Florida. I part of Florida. I believe oh, it's in the Florida Keys. That's why oh, you don't that's know. why that's what okay. I wanted to know. So it's a hundred square miles of national oh. na natural and historic gyms located about 70 miles outside out of Key West, Florida. 
This location of islands sits within the Florida Keys reef system, the third largest in the world. And plays host to Fort Jefferson, the largest masonry military installation in the Western Hemisphere during the 19th century. You know what? I feel like that's a fact Tyler would know. Uh, uh 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 (laughs) Why do I not know where this thing is? (laughs) But less than one square mile of this park is dry land. So the best way to enjoy it is to get in the water, either via a beautiful either via the beautiful beaches or various boats that take visitors to shipwrecks to be seen and to be seen while snorkeling or diving. Oh, I want to go. Yeah. Okay. It sounds well, like a great time. I'll put it on my list. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should. All right. And then let's see. Now that we've gotten over that, I've lost. Sorry. My... Oh, here it is. Okay. Fresh All right, water. Here we go. Okay. So if you enjoy not salt water, like you would find in Florida, you want fresh water, you can go to the Voyagers Isle Royale, which is in park, which is in Minnesota and slash Michigan. It kind of goes on that border and it's so it's close to Canada. So like, you know, go in the middle of summer, it'll be nice and you know, it won't be too, too hot. And there's a ton of moose. I saw a TikTok. I talk, I saw a TikTok about this one and this girl said she was there for three days and saw 14 moose. Holy cow. That's so many moose. That is so I, many moose. <laughs> I'm a big fan of moose, you know. I want to go there so bad. I think it would be so. This is the one I want to go to. You got to be careful with moose, though. Well, yeah, you obviously careful you keep your moose. distance. And they're like way bigger than we think they are. And way faster than you think they are. <laughs> yeah. So we we admire from afar. Yes, that's right. Yes. yes. Have you seen the video uh, that's been going around TikTok where the moose is chasing the grizzly bear? Because that's interesting. Oh, God. I feel like I've seen (laughs) a video like that. I don't know if I'm sure the one that you're talking about, but I've definitely seen two terrifying but beautiful animals like they are, in my opinion, some of the scarier ones. I'm not a huge fan of bears, but, you know, I mean, I like bears. I like the um, the bear hibernation thing that the Alaska state puts out. Oh, yeah. Where you do where you like they have cameras where they watch these bears and we watch them get fat for the winter. (laughs) And I like that. I just want to watch you eat. Yeah. Yeah. No. uh, Instead of that really cute, wholesome thing, um, we get iguana alerts because we're from Florida. And when it gets too cold, they fall from the trees and smack people (laughs) in the head. So wholesome, so beautiful. I hate Florida. I hate Florida so much. <laughs> I can't just watch out in I, wintertime. No offense to anyone who lives in Florida, but like, Jesus. I what? know. Like, it's a rough world out there. Why? We're all fighting for our lives. Live in a place where the iguanas fall from the sky. Like, they can help if they get what? too cold That's and they so- freeze. <laughs> What if there's a hurricane and then it's like iguana tornado? <laughs> then it's a new movie, you know. We're gonna make it instead of Sharknado. Iguana NATO is coming. Oh my god. <laughs> How can we commission that? Who do we gotta talk to? Give us details. And then <sighs> it would be like iguana crocnado because the crocodiles would like yeah. be because they're overpopulated in Florida too. Like, oh my god. Gator Nation. <laughs> Uh, I can't with Florida. Uh, anyway, 
Jeez. All right. The last two on the list here are um, if you like the desert. I don't know. Some people do. Mm. And you would go to Capitol Reef in Utah. It is near the um, Utah is really pretty. We drove through there on our cross country road trip. And like half of it is like green and mountainy. And the other half is desert. That's what they say. Yeah. Like polar opposites. Um, And if you've ever been to Arches National Park, which is one of the major ones I think people Mm. think of. Um, in Utah, this one, the Capitol Reef one is very close by. Nice. So if you wanted to hit both, you could. Convenient. Yes. And the article, the last one is like basically just pretty much anything in Alaska is beautiful <laughs> and nobody ever goes because it's so far away. And so cold usually. <laughs> usually. Yes. Yeah. But in the summertime, it's not too bad, apparently. So Nice. I, I'd yeah. like to go to Alaska. Tyler I wants to do. go for like the salmon fishing trips that they do. Mm-hmm. He just wants to experience that. And I was like, sure. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to go on like an Alaskan cruise situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the perfect way to do it. Yeah. Um, because I get nervous be- in because Alaska, obviously there's like bigger, like Juneau is a big city, yeah. but if you wander too far, like out into the wilderness, mm-hmm. it's like really, really wilderness out there. You know, there are it's... no rules and no one can hear you scream. Like it's, it's like that show. What was it? it there's Alaska, like a wilderness, Alaska, the I, last frontier or I something. I don't know. You know, when you said that, the first <clears throat> show that came to my mind was Naked and Afraid. I don't know why. <laughs> Let me see, because now I'm curious. Alaska TV show. It was like, um, it was like uh, uh, the Bush people, Alaska Bush. Oh, yeah, Alaskan Bush yeah. people. Yeah, Alaskan yeah, yeah. Bush people. That's yeah, exactly it. Yeah. Gee. Anyway, <laughs> hate to be a cameraman on that show. Yeah, that'd be kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, that's lovely. Those are all the places you can explore on Earth, but uh, I'm going to take you into outer space now. All right. I'm I'm confused already. Why? I'm reading our little thing. We haven't even started. You said you said, <laughs> you said we're doing uh, Uranus today, but yeah. it says Jupiter. Yeah. What's going on? What's happening? Look, so every time that I make these, right, I'm just going to mm-hmm. be very transparent with the crowd here. Every time that I make these little cheat sheets, I copy and paste so that I remember like what categories I discussed. And it's not always copied and pasted from the last one that we do. Ah. (laughs) It's just whichever one I find in the folder system first. This one happened to come from Jupiter's episode. (laughs) I see. Okay. All right. I got it. So the facts are correct. The naming was not. (laughs) I did not mean to call you out in any way. I just, I was like, I thought she said we're doing the Uranus episode and I was about to get really sad that we were doing Jupiter again. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to go back and make me angry. (laughs) No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, No, we are doing. (laughs) Okay. Before I say my sentence fully out. Um, there's going to be a lot of jokes. Okay. And what I was going to say is today we're doing Uranus and I'm five (laughs) and I'm five. Um, so can I just tell you that my, um, sixth grade teacher, Mm -hmm. shout out Mr. Johnson. Um, he was in charge of teaching 
our great mm-hmm. um, earth science, right? Mm-hmm. And because sixth graders tend to be have the same maturity level as I do, as <laughs> we currently do right now. Um, <laughs> that never changes. We were not allowed to say Uranus. Of course not. It was Uranus, we, wasn't it? It was Uranus. Ugh. It was Uranus. That is yes. so butts. <laughs> <laughs> literally i don't know that would um, you know what good play for the teacher though <laughs> i mean honestly I, he was really thinking on his feet with that he one was. he's like it's pronounced <laughs> uranus and the other thing is is that he had like a reward system for everybody oh. in the class so like each <clears throat> class had like a jar of marbles and you would add or subtract based on like if we said uranus instead of uranus um and a bunch of other he had a bunch of other rules and things that he like wanted us to do to like get points and stuff so anyway if anyone said uranus we would lose a marble and it would just be that's a cheap shot though i know (laughs) i don't actually know if there is one over the other nasa's website doesn't have like the phonetic I don't think, as far as I'm aware, like the phonetic pronunciation. Mm, It very well could be Uranus or Uranus. But either way, I'm going to say Uranus because that just comes naturally. You know what? Same. Honestly, that's fine with me. I'm not offended. (laughs) Well, thank you. Are we going to have to label this episode like explicit now? No. (laughs) I'm talking about planets. (laughs) I'm not labeling it explicit. talking about anything weird i don't know how this world works anymore i'm just asking the internet blew up because this one random podcast nobody has heard of said Said uranus Uranus. (laughs) how many times uh your honor 57 (laughs) amidst 23 jokes (laughs) nah man and i'd do it again i'd do it again I would revisit Uranus as often as I could. Oh, God. (laughs) A perfect episode. Oh, I'm so glad I woke up from my nap for this. (laughs) Okay. 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 All right. Let's start. We got to start. Let's go. Okay. It is the seventh planet from the sun. And it was also, so if you'll remember from our previous episode, we did cut the time of when you could identify planets with the naked eye and not need assistance with equipment and other technology to see these things, right? So this one we needed equipment to see. Correct. And it's obviously (laughs) the first one. We needed the biggest equipment to see Uranus. Um, And... Because of that, you're laughing. (laughs) You said, let's go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to get it together. It's okay. Giggling aloud throughout the entire episode. Now that we're not supposed to be giggling, I can't help but giggle. Get it together. You got this, girl. I'm sorry. Okay. We're we're strong. Because of this, though. The actual planet wasn't discovered until 1781, which is pretty late considering every other planet was seen and at least recorded by Galileo in like, what, 1610 up to that. So this is kind of a big deal. This really wasn't discovered and anything obviously past Uranus wasn't discovered until after this time. (laughs) So it was discovered originally. Stop getting like... (laughs) 
<laughs> it was discovered originally by astronomer William Herschel. The thing is, he originally did not classify it as a planet and thought instead it was a comet or a star. So that also kind of put it back in terms of being labeled as one. And until two years later, the object was then universally accepted because of observations by an astronomer by uh, by the name of Johann Ellert Bode. So that's nice. I feel like that's a common thing that happens mm-hmm. um, where people are like, oh, no, it's like smaller than we think it is. But then it's actually like really big. Massive. Uranus is massive. Yes. <laughs> Except for Pluto. Pluto, Pluto uh, kind of got shit. I'm so upset. I'm still, honestly, I'm still grieving. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. We will. Yeah. Very soon. Can you believe it? Okay. We really are past the halfway point at this I point. Know. Isn't that great? I know. Uh, okay. So obviously if that's the case, um, naming origin wasn't necessarily uh, originally built in the stars. Herschel tried to actually name his discovery Georgium Sidus after King George III, which is kind of lame. Gross. And instead, the scientific community, God bless them, uh, accepted Bode's suggestion and said to name it Uranus, which is the Greek god of the sky, as suggested, again, by Johann Bode, who identified it officially as a planet. And I feel like he deserved that honor to name it. Well, and the thing is, too, it like goes with the trend. Like if you're naming it after a king, that kind of disrupts the trend in which we are. Because and I'm, had... I'm going to Google now what King George the Third is like, which which King George he was. So that way. Oh, I can yeah. No, that's fair. Name, you know, hold on. Um. So, yeah, if you're curious, uh, Uranus is actually a Greek god. And um, that's why they just continued the trend. And I agree with you. It should continue the trend Um. because every other every other one. Um. So like why I, I think maybe they just had a. William was like, no, 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 my king. I want to represent my king. I don't know where he was from. <laughs> uh, did you find it? I did. I'm trying to, out of his Wikipedia bio, I'm trying to figure out like what mm. what is significant about him that. <sighs> he was probably just king at the time. Yeah, the, he was. So let's see. So he from october 25th of 1760 to january 29th of 1820 yeah so he was king for a long time yes yeah that's probably all it is he was probably just the king of the time and maybe william was just trying to suck his butt or something i don't know suck his butt suck up i don't know (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing out here this is a family (laughs) show oh my god I meant to say kiss ass, but it came out as much. I don't know. It just is what oh it is. God. We're talking about don't bring your kids to this one, okay? Oh man. <laughs> oh whatever. I, I feel like well, because King George is the one in Hamilton that they get all like this one. That I don't know if it's this one or not. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, well, when what? Oh what yeah, year? it is. No, it is. Say, this yeah, is it. This is it. it. Yeah. So this is the he was the king during the in um war of independence uh, how <laughs> how fitting <laughs> as i have my fourth yeah. of july headgear on after this yeah. episode goes out <laughs> right so he he was the king that we all are supposed to hate because oh. he didn't want to like release the 13 colonies to be their own independent thing etc cetera, etc cetera. 
Um, well, thank God we didn't name it after him. I'd take Uranus any day. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he was, he was the one we don't like. He's the one that's played by Jonathan Groff in the music, in the musical movie and musical Hamilton. That's great. Chris is excited about Hamilton. He likes Hamilton. (laughs) Um, is he as excited about Uranus? I don't think so. Dang. Well, I am. So, <laughs> all right, let's talk some distances, shall we? Uh, distance from the sun, it's uh, many, many moons. It's over a billion miles away, which is over 3 billion kilometers, which is hard to think about. Um, I remember the spiel you gave us about the million versus the billion, and this really comes in hard yes. <laughs> on this. Yes, that is my favorite fact. Yeah, my I can favorite understand. Favorite fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, This also means that other things are quite different in terms of like the one way light time, which again is, as I reiterate every time, it is just how long it takes the sunlight to reach the planet itself. And that's about two hours and 40 minutes. Got a long way to travel. So that's fair. Mm -hmm. Uh, The length of one year is over 30,000 Earth days or 84 Earth years, which is also crazy. Like you could you could live to 84 and you've done an entire year on the planet uh, Uranus, which is crazy. Yeah, it's long. And the length of one day is 17 hours and 14 minutes. So it ain't that long. So shorter. So shorter, right. Yeah, shorter than our day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's rotation's insane. We'll talk about it too, Mm. (laughs) because it's a little different. (laughs) Um. Instead of a gas giant, they do call Uranus an ice giant, and that's because of the elements that it's composed of. And we'll get into structure and um, things like that uh, and why it's considered then ice as opposed to gas. But in general, um, those four types still exist, and technically it would probably fall in there. It is considered gassy, but lots of elements, so we'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, It does have rings. There's 13 of them, but they're very, very faint. Um, And it has two individual sets of those very faint rings. The inner system of nine rings consists of mostly narrow, dark gray rings. uh, And there are two outer rings, which are the innermost one being reddish, like dusty-ish kind of rings elsewhere in the solar system. And then the outer ring kind of being the blue that's similar to Saturn's E ring. Um, and okay. if you'll remember, Saturn had that like whole chasm in between the ring systems and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and in order from increasing distance from the planet, the rings are called Zeta, Six, Five, Four, Alpha, Beta, Eta, Gamma, Delta, Lambda, Epsilon, Nu, and Mu. Uh, and some of the larger rings are surrounded by belts of fine dust. So it does have a ring system, but I'm it's sensing just a theme there yeah. with the naming of the rings. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> just a tad. Uh, but there are, it's a little less significant than Saturn's because it's not as robust as Saturn's system. Yeah, yeah. They're still there. Um, and I think a lot of people don't think about that. Like, I feel like the only planet we really associate with rings is saturn so i just want to be very clear that other planets do have them (laughs) yes yes uh it does have 27 moons which is less than the last couple of planets we've discussed but it does still have some um 
While most of the satellites orbiting other planets take their name from Greek or Roman mythology, though, Uranus's moons are unique in being named for characters from the works of Shakespeare and Alexander Pope, which is kind of an interesting twist. Um, all of Uranus's inner moons appear to be roughly half water, ice, and half rock, and the composition of the outer moons kind of remains unknown, but they are likely just captured asteroids that got pulled into the gravity. So that's fun. <laughs> fun for them yeah (laughs) got pulled into a wild ride (laughs) yeah um but what she look like though you know what she Mm -hmm. look like uh uranus does have a radius of about fifteen thousand miles or twenty five thousand kilometers and it is the third largest total diameter in the solar system we talked about jupiter being the biggest saturn is the second biggest and then uranus is the third Yes. Um, and again, as I say, when we have radius, times it by two, and now you know the diameter. Congratulations, math. Uh, rotation and orbit, like I said, kind of funky. Uranus rotates at a 90-degree angle, and that means that it looks as though it's rotating sideways, like rolling almost through the solar system around the sun. Yes. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember this Yeah. Uh, from science in sixth grade where it was the only one that is like Mm -hmm. horizontally rotating like girl you stand up please (laughs) (laughs) will the real uranus please stand up (laughs) no she's on her side permanently she rolling through the universe um and it's similar because there was another planet that we discussed that had kind of a funky spin and that was venus because it spun Mm -hmm. backwards Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um she's still upright but she she still ain't right you know (laughs) (laughs) um but this is thought to be because of a planet collision they think that uranus collided with another sized earth-sized planet uh many many years ago obviously that kind of knocked it on its side okay and that way for nearly quarter of each uranian year the sun then shines directly over each pole and that means that the other half is in complete darkness in winter for like 21 years oh <laughs> which, which conceptually is horrifying <laughs> it's like beach or winter but only for half of the time only <laughs> then you swap aggressively right yeah yeah seasons Um, must be wild i don't know let me Mm. tell you (laughs) um it's it's like marshmallows when you roast them in the fire yeah no yeah yeah. and it's it's like either side burn it on one side and then it's like raw on the other (laughs) raw like instead of like rotating it on the spit where it's like a nice golden brown that's not what's happening it's because she's rotating on her side. She needs right. to be evenly cooked rotisserie chicken. Not- I know. <laughs> the raw marshmallow. Never say that again. It is. It's naked. If it's if it's uh, like right out of the bag, it's a raw marshmallow. Ooh, I don't know why I don't like that. <laughs> I actually don't even like marshmallows, so it doesn't even apply to me. I shouldn't even be upset. I don't know. Yeah. I only <laughs> like marshmallows in like a s'mores context context or even like maybe in an ice cream like a rocky road context but not on their own yeah you don't just stuff marshmallows like Mm. a chubby bunny situation it's not my vibe no did you ever play that (laughs) game uh yes i did horrifying not Uh, good huge choking hazard but children were like yeah let's just freaking do it send it might as well (laughs) test the limits i mean our parents are around here somewhere it's fine (laughs) and this was at church (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, we'll just. I know what you by. did in Sunday school. Yeah, mm. play Chubby Bunny. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch somebody choke. Next <laughs> structure. <laughs> um. So Uranus is one of two ice giants in the solar system, and we'll talk about the next one later. I'll save it as a surprise. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> cliffhanger. Um, uh, 80% or more of the planet's mass is made up of hot, dense fluid of, quote, icy materials. Those icy materials comprise of water, methane, and ammonia, that are sitting above a small rocky core and near that core it heats up to about 9000 degrees fahrenheit or over 4000 degrees celsius um so that's kind of what is creating that icy planet effect that's great indeed um it is uh, a bluish green color because of that that methane gas in the atmosphere that's what's causing that color to kind of rise well, I have a fun fact. I okay. Have a fun fact. <laughs> I'm ready. <clears throat> so that bluey green color is very beautiful. <clears throat> yeah. And, um, you know, in the Appalachian mountains, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So they, um, they are usually called like the, they have this blue color, right? Okay. The blue foothills, yeah. Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Blue Ridge Mountains. Exactly. If you know, you know. Um, that blue color that you see is from methane from all the trees. Isn't that great? Yeah. So (laughs) Uranus and the Blue Ridge Mountains have something in common. Yeah. A blue green haze. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) From the tree methane. (laughs) Tell the trees to stop farting and tell this planet to get its gas together. It's insane. You know, just so you guys know. Anyway. (laughs) Tree farts. (laughs) Uh, so because of all of that and because as you know then methane in this form is a gas not a liquid so you mm-hmm. know uh because we like of- our methane in gas form and not liquid form <laughs> we sure okay. do that is the appropriate <laughs> form don't make blair upset <laughs> she's upset it's okay this is not insane weather on jupiter anymore you you're safe here <laughs> thank you it's just gassy um, no i'm in a safe space <laughs> with uranus Anyway, uh, funny enough, I hate to ruin it immediately, but the planet is also mostly swirling fluids, but (laughs) we'll talk about it. Just like, (laughs) it it makes sense that Uranus is swirling fluids. And yes. (laughs) So while a spacecraft would have nowhere to land on Uranus, and this is similar to the other planets too, because there are many Mm -hmm. thus far that we've talked about that aren't the rocky terrestrial kind of planets. Because they don't have a true surface, studying them is really difficult because you don't have anywhere physically to land. And even if you did, the absolute nightmare of the weather and pressure and chemical composition of the planets is so extreme that if they did happen to touch down, they would be immediately decimated by what's going on on said fake surface. Right. So uh, while Voyager 2, and we'll talk about exploration later, but this is just kind of uh, indicative of the atmosphere concerns. Uh, But Voyager 2 saw only a few discrete clouds, a great dark spot, and that's capitalized, so they've actually named it that, 
uh, in a small dark spot during its flybys in 1986, more recent observations reveal that Uranus exhibits dynamic clouds as it approaches equinox, including rapidly changing bright features. Uh, Uranus's planetary atmosphere has a minimum temperature of about 49 kelvins, which is negative 224 degrees Celsius, and that yeah. makes it colder than Neptune, which is, you know, later farther um, but, down the road yeah but they're <laughs> but they're connected in that way um and they are talked synonymously about in most cases um but it's colder than even that and you have to think too uh it's not just the chemical composition either we are also getting farther away from the sun and that one-way light time is also impacting how much heat is then translated mm -hmm. from space through space to the planet so right You've got this chemical composition, but you also have less heat and therefore less heat retention based on what's going on in that atmosphere. So exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like a multi-factor that's influencing this. Uh, wind speeds can reach up to 560 miles per hour or 900 kilometers per hour, and they are retrograde at the equator, which just means that they're blowing in the reverse direction of the planet's rotation. Uh, closer to the poles, the winds do shift to prop, uh, you know, prograde direction, uh, and in a uh, that's just flowing in the direction of the rotation. Right, right, um, right. So you've got the top and bottom half going the right way, and the equator going the opposite way. So that's why things are a little tumultuous around the weather. Swirly, mm -hmm. so whirly. Girly swirly. Um, girly swirly. Um, it does have a magnetosphere. Go figure. That's Blair's favorite. Um, it's mm -hmm. a little unusual, as you can imagine. Uh, it's irregularly shaped because the magnetic fields are typically in alignment with a planet's rotation. Uh, however, loophole Uranuses are not. <laughs> they tipped over because it's at that 90 or that uh axis problem but right the magnetic axis then is also tilted at about 60 degrees from the planet's axis of rotation so it's offset it's funky so it's like diagonal yeah exactly so like if the axis is horizontal the mm -hmm. magnetosphere is like diagonal it correct yes okay which is awful to think about <laughs> <sighs> giving me a um, headache i know uh this means so by the way uh you know like the the aurora borealis and you see like the light show in the sky yeah. and the, so technically um in addition to earth jupiter saturn and uranus all have these effects as well but because of the pole situation the auroras on uranus's or i'm sorry because of the axis situation they're not aligned with the poles like you go on earth oh, right so like if you go to the north pole correct. you're more likely to see that but if you oh so if yeah. you go to uranus then you you'll right. only you'll still go to the top of the planet but, you, right. but the, it won't be at the pole because no because the wow. magnetic field is tilted <laughs> silly 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 silly, <laughs> silly goofy time that's over where here. we're at silly <laughs> that's where we are um the magnetosphere tail uh behind uranus opposite the sun extends into space for about a million ish miles like millions of miles or whatever and its mm -hmm. magnetic field is line lines are twisted uh because of that sideways rotation and it kind of takes on a corkscrew like shape because of that as well so fun um okay well i feel like i've officially frozen your brain uh in uranus 
so why don't we take a little break to defrost? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) This ad is an actual ad. However, we will still not be benefiting from this. This is an ad for our Twitch stream. You can watch us do a live podcast every other Thursday. Come hang out and interact with us and maybe catch a Pokemon or two. And maybe, just maybe, learn something. But honestly, the chances are slim. Catch us on Twitch at 6pm EST or 3pm PST. Or a different time in a different time zone that is not in the United States. We would love to chat with you and definitely let us know if you are an OG audio listener. Now, back to the regular audio pre-recorded podcast. Cheers! Also, don't forget to rate us five stars. Okay, now back to the pod. Welcome back to <laughs> your rain. Welcome Yay. back. <laughs> I never left it. <laughs> We're still here. Still here. Oh, man. Okay. Reporting live. From Reporting. <laughs> <laughs> this po- th- Okay, this episode is now my favorite. <laughs> It's made the entire space series worth it. Like I think so. I so think so. Freaking worth it. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, why don't we talk about the potential for life on Uranus? Uh, why don't we? There is none. There is none. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. Thanks for coming to the pod. <laughs> uh but no for real obviously if we can't even land anything on this thing we certainly can't live on it uh for the obvious reasons we got temperatures pressures materials that are just too extreme and volatile for even the most extreme of files to adapt to so can't happen um it doesn't the thing is though i would like to point out that in the previous episodes where we talked about, you know, Jupiter and Saturn, where they had moons that could have potential for life, kind of like they were their own little solar system. Um, I don't know if that's possible for the moons that Uranus has because they are composed of mostly ice and rock. Um, so again, we're kind of moving potentially too far away for even the moons to be habitable at this point. So it doesn't talk about it. I'm going to assume that's because we either A, don't know enough about them, which I think is probable, but also mm-hmm. B, um, they're just too far away to make that plausible anyway. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Not that Jupiter and Saturn are super close, but still, they're closer closer than than Uranus and beyond. So It matters. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, formation. So similarly to the other planets, we're talking about 4.5 billion years ago when it started to form and rest in the solar system. And they think it's when gravity would pour, uh, pull that swirling gas and dust in and become the ice giant. Giant. Wow. Giant. Ice giant. Giant and Uranus. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, Great. <laughs> And like I did say, uh, we will get to Neptune eventually, but they are often spoken about together because they are really close neighbors. Um, and they say that like its neighbor, Uranus likely formed closer to the sun, but then moved to the outer system about four billion years ago and now sits as the seventh planet. So like in good neighbors, they where did that come from (laughs) you said neighbor in my brain is just like out i don't know that generation (laughs) i think i I can't um 
I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. <laughs> this is acceptable. Um, okay, exploration. So only one spacecraft has visited, uh, which is unfortunate because, again, that just means similarly to other instances, we don't have a lot of information on it. Uh, after traveling for more than 1.8 billion miles, which is about 3 billion kilometers, in nine years, so it took them nine years, uh, NASA's Voyager 2, which we did talk about previously, gathered much of its critical information about this mysterious planet, including the rings, the moons, in just six hours. So it traveled for nine years for six hours of data. <laughs> so just Wow. Kind of sad. <laughs> Um, So pretty much the rest of what we know is due to observations via the Hubble telescope, which has just presented a lot of opportunities for us in this realm, obviously. Um, And then, of course, there are other ground-based telescopes that also help us out. Uh, Some significant events start in about 1981, again, with its discovery. uh, And it, it was during a time when they were just searching for stars in general and trying to expand their knowledge of the universe. There you go. Uh, from 1987 to 1851, four Uranian moons are discovered, and they were named Tati, ta, uh, Titania, which you okay? is... Yeah, I'm just struggling now. Not performing an exorcism over there. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Titania... Oberon, Ariel, and Umbriel. And I just want to be very clear. Uh, Titania and Oberon, uh, I believe, are like fairy queen and fairy king, if I'm not mistaken. And like, I forget the lore and myths around it. And then Ariel and Umbriel, uh, I think, are also kind of uh, mythical beings as well. And I think Umbriel nice. is like dark night or dark moon or something. And it's also, I think, part of the naming of Umbreon, which is a Pokemon. <laughs> so... Yeah. I love that you could bring this back to Pokemon for us. I <laughs> just really wanted to rein that in. I don't know if that's accurate, but uh, do your own research. Uh, that's what I'm going with. Um, tonight- <laughs> theory. A hypothesis, <laughs> if you will. A hypothesis, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Science. Um, 1948, another moon, Miranda, is discovered. So we've got all these, like, Titania, Oberon, Umbriel, and then it's like, Miranda. Like, I don't know. Probably named after the Sex and the City character that it would absolutely. <laughs> would Period. come out in 1999 or whatever whenever it was happening they knew it was coming um so i'm sure it has more significance than what <laughs> it ain't no southern miranda but i'm sure it's got some reasoning behind it uh march 10 1977 while observing uranus is passing in front of a distant star which was named sao 158687 scientists at the cooper airborne observatory and the perth observatory in australia were eager for a rare chance to observe that distant planet which is uranus and the observations before and after that main event led to the major discovery and that is uranus's rings um and so again up to that point because Saturn's were so substantial and we were able to see them without all of this robust technology. This was huge uh, for them in terms of discovery. Uh, January 24, 1986, NASA's Voyager 2 made the first and so far only visit to Uranus, which we've discussed already. Uh, The spacecraft came within about 50,000 miles or 81,000 kilometers of the planet's top clouds, and the Voyager discovered 10 new moons, two new rings, and the magnetic field that is stronger than that of Saturn. So we talked about that a little bit. 
Um, December 22nd, 2005, NASA announces the discovery of a new pair of rings around Uranus and two small moons, Mab and Cupid, which is kind of cute, orbiting the planet from photographs taken by the Hubble telescope. The largest ring discovered by Hubble is twice the diameter of the planet's previously known rings, so now they're just expanding their knowledge of the rings further out from the planet. 2006 observations made at the Keck Observatory and by the Hubble Space Telescope show that Uranus's outer ring is colored blue while the new inner ring is reddish, which we also talked about. So they discovered that in mm-hmm. 2006. And I'd also like to say that was 2006. So it is 2023. It really was not that long ago. It was that, not. That a lot of this was discovered. And that's insane considering how much we know about the other planets so much earlier on. So. It was the same year that I was forced to say Uranus instead of Uranus. <laughs> they just ma- they just aligned. <laughs> yes. It was the year I was in sixth grade. That is correct. <laughs> I loved that. Also, side notes, completely random. I loved growing up when like the year that I was in was also the year of the grade I was in. I know. We planned that so well. We did. We just woke up out of this universe and said, yes, this is how I will plan the rest of my educational life. Yes. So my 12th grade, I graduated 2012. in 2012. It's and it's so beautiful. crazy. And nobody else can have that. Not even no. the babies that were born in 20 or 2000 sorry yeah. i was like 20 <laughs> 20 <laughs> 2000 yeah isn't that crazy they get every year of their life is the year that they're yeah yeah which is nice for them but i Honest, think ours is better i was gonna say ours is better because when people are like well when were you in fifth grade it's like 2005 i could just it's rattle so it off easy. you know yeah oh man um okay so December of 2007, so just a year later, uh, Uranus reaches equinox, and equinox is when the planet is fully illuminated as the sun passes over its equator, and this also brings a ring plane crossing when the rings appear to get narrower as they pass through, appearing edge on, and then widening again as seen from Earth. So it's got this like illusion of folding and re, like resetting, essentially. Ooh, okay. Kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then from 2007, there wasn't a whole lot going on. Uh, the next discovery wasn't until March 18, 2011. Uh, and this is New Horizons passes the orbit of Uranus on its way to Pluto. So this was a mission that wasn't meant for it. It was just a flyby that happened to get stuff, uh, becoming the first spacecraft to journey beyond the orbit, uh, of Voyager 2. So that's great. Uh, however, uh, Uranus was not near the crossing point. It just kind of... (laughs) The spacecraft is asleep during most of its eight-year interplanetary trek from Jupiter to Pluto. Yeah. So mission controllers do wake it up for like 50 days each year just to perform checkups, and then it goes back to sleep. And and that's it. (laughs) So didn't really bring a whole lot of anything. It's just kind of like it's the only one past Voyager 2 that made the trek past uranus (laughs) can we talk about how there's somebody's job at nasa to like (laughs) i'm sure it's more complicated than what i'm about to say wake up their job is to like like wake up the Mm -hmm. robot yeah and be like okay record and then be like okay and then press the snooze button again like i (laughs) hey you still doing okay (laughs) is everything all right like wow yeah and it's just of the year yeah, like, that's days. wild. That's it. 
Um, know that they're like tracking all these things. So I'm sure that they pick like significant days to like do this or they just, but count. it's just, it's just wild. They've just got their calendar. I'm like time to wake up the stupid robot again. <laughs> <laughs> you ready, uh, Bob? They're like sipping their coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> they press a button. They're like, no, it's good. Okay. <laughs> just, just kidding. Everything seems fine. Okay. Back to sleep. Oh, See you in the next 20 days or whatever. Yeah. See you on yeah. Pluto. Hope you make it. Love you lots. Yeah. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> Uh, or uh one of the one of our favorite things to say to chris when we hang up the phone is love you later that's just like... <laughs> oh man that's a southern thing to do love you later. i don't even know if it's a summer th- su- uh, southern thing to do summertime but sadness oh my god <laughs> got me on another tangent i need to go back for another nap <laughs> we this was a very taxing episode i feel like we pulled it off really well um despite the giggling (laughs) i i'm here for it i think this i love having a silly goofy time every now and again silly goofy time that's exactly what we have yeah silly goofy time um well we hope that you are enjoying the series and we also hope you're enjoying uranus because it's just another planet that's part of the system and needs to be respected as such uh, Blair's gonna go cry, laugh in her sweater, and I'm gonna go ahead and give us an outro. So you can connect with us if you'd like to uh, by email mediocrecontentpodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at mediocre squawks, Instagram <laughs> mediocre content podcast. You can also check us out live every other Thursday, 6 p.m. EST, 3 p.m. PST over on twitch.tv backslash mediocre content podcast. And uh, we picked the incredibly long name. Um, we should have just called it MCP or something. We've really just pooed ourselves on that. <laughs> you can also see all of our streams and listen to all of our podcasts on YouTube. YouTube. It was a labor of love, but they are now there. Um, and that is also mediocre content podcast on YouTube. <laughs> and I'm so sorry if you're one of those people who wants all of our podcasts in order from one to however many we have now, but they're not in order. And I'm not sorry because it was... <laughs> the way that it is okay let me clarify let me clarify so technically if you look at a videos right now if you go to youtube you click videos they are not in order and let me tell you it was awful however if you'd like a more simple view we do have them compiled into a playlist that is in order and will take you through the series one through uh what is this 34 hard to believe so um yeah, so the playlist has it, but don't use the videos. It, it just, it, it'll be all weeble wobbly all over the place. Yes. <laughs> um, but you can also find our recorded streams on there as well. So feel free to explore. Uh, rate us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd greatly appreciate it. Um, I guess we'll see them next week, eh? We shall. Are you from Canada now? Hey, you Is talked about egg? mooses. <laughs> you remember that? There was mooses here. All right, we need to go. (laughs) Okay, we'll see y'all next week. Cheers. Cheers.